everybody. Welcome to the Tanami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Agumeto, and uh, everybody's with me, sort of. Uh, I'm currently recording this at 5 o'clock in the morning on a, on a Tuesday. That happened two weeks ago when you're listening to this. Basically, if you were listening last week, you all know that we are doing our top 10 favorite Toonami shows from 1997 to 2012. Uh, we did 10 through 6 last week, and we'll be continuing in a moment with 5 through 1 and reading the rest of the user lists that are left over. Before we go ahead and get started, I'd like to go ahead and say there's no reviews, ratings, or anything like that this week. We don't know. We recorded this in the past, so we have no idea what happened over the past two weeks this is just the top five time shows um just like last week where we didn't report any news and so if you want to keep up with the news and the ratings make sure you visit the website tanamifaithful.com because we won't be reading on reading them on the show this week um and uh, last but not least the, <laughs> it's a little old now but technically it was breaking news when we recorded it uh so you'll be hearing that during the podcast as it happens as well and uh, last but not least, uh, we hope you enjoy the show. And uh, we now continue with the top 10 Toonami shows already in progress. Um, and we're just going to go into number fives because we're running a little low on the user list. So, uh, number five. Okay, my number five was Outlaw Star. <laughs> And since Jose so sophisticatedly and poignantly put it, it's just a cabby show, but one of the main things I liked about it was you got Gene Starwin and his ragtag crew. They're off on this big pirate adventure because, hey, we're trying to get to the galactic ley line so we can make it big. And when you get to the end of the series and you find out what the galactic ley line is, it's like, well, damn, that's this it? But the thing <laughs> is, but the whole thing about it is, you know, once everything's straight, hey, like, hey, you know, we could try to find this again. So it's kind of like the never-ending story. You could uh, just keep on finding it as many times as you want. Actually, I think the manga, I don't want to say it's still going because I'm not sure, but the manga is very long. Hmm. So, And they never, the thing that always bothered me about Outlaw Star is they never brought the manga over here. I'm like, Outlaw Star is a pretty popular show. Why isn't the manga over here? It's still a popular show. It trended on Twitter worldwide that one night. Yeah, so. it, you you mention it on television, and it's on uh, it's on Twitter. Like, how is this manga late. not here? Import it. <laughs> I can't Import read kanji or katakana or however they write. Darrell, you can teach him. Uh, yeah, I can teach you some um, katakana, katakana and hiragana style. Like, you know, you actually use them in tangent. In tandem, my bad. Ooh. Ooh. I'm sure someone already translated it. Yeah, somebody that translated my kanji is not all that good. I say I'm probably like on a first grade level when it comes to reading kanji. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you the symbols on the Ronin Warriors when they show them. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. That's, yeah, that's, that's all you need in Japan. I'm screwed. Exactly. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> no, you're going to be okay. All right, um, Dan. All right, yeah, Daniel's turn. Go ahead. Number five for me is number Reboot. five. Number five. Sorry. <laughs> number five for me is reboot. Have you ever worked with anything high tech? Like, 
city to destroy on the ground. What? Yeah. Not higher? No. So you're surprised? Yeah, I'm kind of a little surprised that it's not like number three or number two. Exactly. No, no. But, I mean, it, it stood out like around maybe the end of season two for me as where it really started picking up. Right. But, um, other than that, I mean, it's always a well-told story. Um, Kevin is a genius, pretty much. Um, and hopefully we'll have a movie soon, but I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> are you just saying that, or are you just being like, I'm directing that goddamn movie? There's, there's a, I think there's... No, there is. Supposedly they are working on a movie, but they have been really hush-hush about so I don't have any details other than the trailer on YouTube. So go look really? it up, guys. I didn't even yes. know that. We're going to have to look that up after the show. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're on to number five unless somebody else has something to say. Uh, about <laughs> Reboot? Uh, it, it, I can't believe there's a movie. Like, that's like total news to me. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about it. Don't, 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 don't be too excited because that trailer has been sitting for three years. Okay, that's I'm probably. super excited now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're almost done, right? No. No. Uh, poor mainframe. <laughs> Anyways. So let's get on to my number five, which I'm going to I'm going to say this right now. If this isn't on your guys list, then apparently you've been sleeping through Toonami. Um, and my top five is completely awesome from the from number five to number one. But number five for me is Gundam Wing. In the distant future, mankind has reached the stars, but the galaxy is troubled. What do you think you're doing? Don't fire! The Earth Sphere Alliance rules the outlying colonies with an iron fist. I'm sure God would understand the steps we're taking. Isn't it about time you people realized the ones posing the most threat are none other than yourselves? We've had enough! Those who oppose them... We won't be needing you any further. What? Die. Battles are waged with mobile suits, the key to military dominance. The only hope for the colonies, five elite soldiers and their legendary mobile suits called Gundams. There will be a day when the Gundams will save us all. What this is, is war. All of you are very mistaken, and the Gundams will soon come to rectify your mistakes. Silence! Now, these pilots will shake the foundations of the Alliance and change the course of history. You saw I was a kid and you underestimated me. Shouldn't be fighting at all! If they can stay alive. Those Gundam pilots are desperate. They'll battle even if it means forfeiting their lives. Mission accepted. I'll eliminate all obstacles. Just who are you anyway? Say goodbye. Get all mobile suits ready for combat at once! Don't die on me! From the Gundam universe, a new chapter in one of the greatest anime sagas of all time. Gundam Wing. Weekdays at 5.30. 
suit up. Those who have laid eyes on a Gundam shall not live to tell about it. Hopefully, Toonami. Yeah! <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. It didn't make my list. Well, wow. Really? It didn't make Darrell's list. Hmm. Someone needs a reality check. That that actually <laughs> surprises me. That that is very surprising because uh, Gundam Wing. I mean, you you can't say DBZ in the same sentence without saying Gundam Wing because those two in tangent were like the first two shows on the block that were completely and utterly awesome. Besides, you know, Ronin Warriors and some other shows I'll mention coming up. But that's the first thing I came home with. As soon as I got home, I got to see Gundam Wing. Right. And I and I thought, you know, it, the, the whole series was awesome. I got to see what Wing Zero is doing now. Right. <laughs> even And even, like, Endless Waltz. I, I, we have to include that in Gundam Wing as well. That was a awesome movie. It was an awesome movie. I, I think they actually split it up into, like, four... OVAs, yeah, three OVAs, episodes or something, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's actually three OVAs, and then they put them together to make the movie. Yeah, (laughs) saves time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it was just you cannot say a top ten of Toonami without saying Gundam Wing. Want (laughs) to bet? To my, (laughs) you could say you could say it, Jose, but you cannot say a top ten of Toonami in my opinion without saying Gundam Wing. That's all I'm gonna say. And boom, there goes the dynamite. And boom, there goes the dynamite. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh! Uh, number five is another giant robot show. I think it's a very important giant robot show. And you know what? I actually kind of agree with Paul. Uh, I'm totally lying. It's not Gundam Wing. It's Evangelion. This is man's ultimate fighting machine. Conventional weapons are no match for the angels. Evangelion, move out! It is mankind's last hope. Don't hold anything back! Evangelion is one of the most important shows in anime. I mean, seriously, go do your homework, go watch all 26, and then go watch End of Eva. It counts because it was on Giant Robot Week, so it counts. Um, It is an amazing show. I mean, from, from the religious aspects to the social commentary the show has to everything, it, it's still relevant to this day, and it is... It is one of the great... There, there does not go a year where I don't watch End of Evangelion. That movie is so amazingly well done. And it is uh, just a giant metaphor for sex. But it's amazing <laughs> metaphor for sex. <laughs> and and um, underage sex on top of that. Underage sex on top of that, yes. And sex with your mom or whatever. It, it's a weird <laughs> show. But it's, a, it's an amazing, amazing show. And seriously, we haven't seen... We haven't seen anything like it since uh, before. Like, Eva is just a storm. Y- you know, it's it's just... It turned the giant robot franchise... It, it turned the giant robot genre into something more. Into something far more meaningful. Um, and it, it just... With one... It, it's the big reason why anime is so popular. A lot of the experimentation now in anime is happening on television. Back before Eva came out... Uh, you know, if you think about all the all the stuff that was really innovative and new that was happening in anime, it was all original and video animation. It wasn't the television shows. The television shows were Dragon Ball Z and and you know Ranma and a half. None of this stuff was really groundbreaking. And then Eva comes along and says, "We're going to do something totally different because our creator is totally depressed 
<laughs> and, yeah, and, uh, it is kind of like a depressing series when you look at it. Yeah, it's a depressing series, and you can tell he was not a happy man um, just by watching that show. I was never hugged enough in my lifetime. Like, he was not breastfed as a child, I guess. Um, <laughs> Somebody needed some colostrum. Seriously, like it, it's a it's a messed up show, but it's one you have to see. Um, and it's the big reason why we have, uh, you know, without Eva, we wouldn't have Cowboy Bebop. We wouldn't have Kids on the Slope. We wouldn't have Dead Man Wonderland. We wouldn't have all these shows trying these weird, messed up things on TV. I mean, that's why most of the time uh, anime shows, the most innovative stuff is happening on TV. It's not movies and it's not original video animation anymore. It's TV. And this is the show that put Gainax on the map. So... There's a lot about Eva I can go on and on about. I mean, and to those of you who call Shinji a pussy, f*** you, all right? <laughs> Clearly, he's not. He is 100% clinically depressed, and the show goes out of its way to show you that. For anybody who's just going, oh, man, I'd just pilot a giant robot, you know, I'm like, he does do that, and he's clinically depressed. There's something wrong with him, something genuinely wrong with him. It's not that yeah, his mommy didn't issues. hug him enough. There is something really repressed inside of him. And for him to still pilot this giant robot, even though he doesn't want to, I think is far more brave than some jock idiot getting into the giant robot being like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> so I just, I can't. Eva is such a great show. The symbolism, there's always something new to find every time I watch it. I always have a different meaning every time I watch it. And there are things I, ha I, I can't verbalize about the show. That only makes sense to me. There are things I understand about the show, but I can't verbalize. Uh, it, you just have to watch it, and you have to experience it for yourself. Alrighty then. Yep. I think I think people are going to get out of that. Jose just saying breastfed like a baby. <laughs> breastfed, yeah. The whole show is about <laughs> breastfeeding. People are just going to get that out of the whole show. Go exactly. And, and now, see, I won't see. Uh, One last thing about Eva. If you haven't seen it, go pick it up on DVD now. It's 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 out. Uh, it's out of print wasn't technically, that, so go get it. Was it on Adult Swim at one point? It was on Adult Swim at one point, but I'm okay. counting it because it was on Giant Robot Week on Toonami. Well, uh, you know, I, I only remember it was still a good series. It. Though. it was a good series, but I, I just can't put it on my top ten, and I can't. I, no, sorry. No offense to you, Jose, but I can't put it on my top. I only top. remember bits and pieces. Yeah, same here, same here. It wasn't one of those ones, it wasn't one of those shows that, like, really resonated with me. And that's what I think, that's what I think our top, my top ten at least. The, the shows that really resonated with me are in my top five, so. It's okay, and apparently, I actually understand it, dude. I feel you. Yeah, and, and apparently I think. It's a great think, show, and you, it is required viewing, I think, for me in the in anime. If you want to know anime, go watch that show. Just send it to me, Jose. I'll watch it. No. <laughs> Go buy it. It's 30 bucks on Ride Stuff. Oh, all right. So should we read some more fan stuff or no? Uh, not yet. We'll, we'll get into it after number four because we're running slow. Well, excuse me. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> all right, Pharrell. Number four for you, you asshole. Oh, yeah, because I am an asshole. Number <laughs> My number four is actually Gundam Wing.
<laughs> oh damn, Darrell, you got me. <laughs> I had to do it, man. Soon you like, I'm like, damn, you know, like, no, it's not. Oh yeah. But I really did like Gun the Wing, man, for the simple fact of basically military applications, man. When you look at how stronger military forces will literally come in and try to take over weaker weaker countries or countries with a weaker force and then at some point you get a group of people that's like you know what well, we're tired of taking this shit. so we about to send our own little super soldiers in and we're gonna handle business and when i look at a hero man no emotion in the beginning until the, the little girl died after that he started kind of having a conscience but the whole time though hero is like what we call the classic suicide soldier get the mission done hey if anybody get killed in the process, that's not older than a young child, and I'm good. His, he's sitting there on his Gundam and he blows it up. I'm like, that's. I'm like, all right, I'm into this it, now. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it kind of, you know, not no disrespect to the Japanese people, but it just makes me think about, you know, the Kamikaze um, divers in World War Two. You know, right. basically, well, look here. This is my last ditch resort. So hey, if I'm gonna make an effort now to try to win, the overall win, hey, I got to take one for the team and just go ahead and just bum it out. That's what Hero did. Right. Not to mention he had a, he actually did have like backup with the other guys in the gun as well, though. Once they started to learn how to work like a team, what except was, for Wu Fei, old dumbass, half of the time, he just didn't want to cooperate. What, well, was the, was what, was the, what was the Red Gundam's name? I don't remember. Uh, uh, that was um, Epion. Epion. Um, oh, even though Epion. even though that was even though that was a, a the bad guy, so to speak, I still liked that. That that was an actually uh, hero Epion, he did pile at that. Yeah, he did. Like he like hero like actually had like some kind of connection to these gunners because like when he piloted um the Wing Zero and Evian, like it was kind of like he was bonded with him. Like it was driving him kind of crazy. Yeah, the yeah. zero system. Yep, yeah, zero system. Both had zero system. Yep. <laughs> Anybody else want to say zero system? Zero system. <laughs> zero system. Zero system. Zero system. Zero system. Zero of course. Of course. Anyway. Um, uh, Daniel, I guess uh, your turn, or Darrell, do you still have stuff to say about Gundam Wing? Uh, no, I'm done. Alrighty. <laughs> okay, yeah. so four. This one was... Uh, Hard one, but uh, I chose Tenchi Muyo, the OVA series. 250 parsecs to target point. Now listen carefully for what I'm about to tell you really happened. You cannot escape. This is it! Now is your time to battle the future. Now waste your life. All I want now is revenge. Must be trouble for the ladies. Um, I liked a little bit of uh, Tenchi Universe, but not as much as the OVA series of Tenchi Mubio. It was just chaotic and crazy and just loved it every time. Uh, Tenchi was on my list for a while, but then you guys kept spewing off a couple other shows, and I'm like, you know what? Tenchi's got to go in the top 20. It can't be in the top 10. So, Yo, undecisive ass. <laughs> well, these most of my top 10 are just what I enjoyed the most when I came home and as soon as I turned it, the TV on and those were really it right um, yeah Tenshi, Tenshi the OVA series is a lot of fun I could still watch it without you know having to rely on nostalgia to make it enjoyable for me but 
you know, it's it definitely not worthy of my, uh, my list, but that, 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 to each his own, you know? Yeah. That's the whole thing. I actually did like the Tenji series, though. And I like I the OVA. It, it got a little far with the universe and the Tokyo. It was yeah. kind of just Those overly kind of comedic of like, oh, let's just put girl on oh. girl action and let, let's get the girls to attack him every five seconds. OVA <laughs> kind of just kept it, but did it so lightly every so often. I mean, you know, it, you know the thing I will say about the OVA? Uh, that it does over the universe series, what you just commented on, uh, the girls are actually developed. In the universe, I felt like they were just star- stereotype cutout cardboard things of like, oh, I hope you remember this. Yeah. That's, so we can just that's have them it, throw themselves at As soon as they kind of went, went into that universe, I mean, I, I liked it a little bit, but not as much as I like yeah. OVA. The OVA just stood out more than universe did. Plus, but I still like it. is still really good. Yes, and on Blu-ray, if I'm not mistaken. It is on Blu-ray now. I'm not going to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I already have my THX DVDs, so f*** that. Yeah, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, moving on to number five, or number four for me, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, number four to me is another Gundam series, which Jose hates. And I felt that it was better than G Gundam, or it was better than uh, Gundam Wing because it was just... Uh, I, I couldn't – it was one of those shows that I just went, wow, this is like – this is really incredible. And if I didn't give it away, away already, it's uh, G Gundam. <laughs> I mean, enough was said. I mean, me and Darrell said it. The awesome part about it was when he would just sit there. My hand, this hand of mine is burning red. Yeah, I wonder why his hand was burning red. Did he have gunnery in his finger or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jose's trying not to say anything. I love it. Of course. It, I mean, it was... I've already said my piece about G Gundam. I mean, it, it was just... It was... What made this series better than the others, in my opinion, for my top ten, was that it just... It, it resonated in me somehow. I mean, it, it gave me... I, I guess the more action that a show has, the better level I'm like, you know what? This is, this is higher than this. And this really had a lot of action. It seemed like every single episode, like some animes, where, like, you just have no action... This at this one like always had some kind of action going on in it, and that was one of the big things that I loved about G Gundam was there was always some kind of action-packed element to it every single episode, and that's why that this show is not only my number four but it also is better than the other uh, six that I've mentioned so far. Next, <laughs> Jose Damn, I hate all of them. All right, uh, it's actually funny you brought up Gundam because uh, a Gundam show did make it onto my list, and this is the only one that it did make it onto my list. Um, Seed. Yep, it's Gundam <laughs> Seed. In the distant future, space travel is a triviality. Genetic enhancement, a question of morality. Caught in the middle, Kira Yamato will make his choice. My friends are on that ship. 
as coordinators and naturals decide right and wrong. You did betray your own people, didn't you? Life and death. Fire! Gundam Seed, starting Saturday at 10.30. Reap what you sow. Do it. So here we here we go. It's time to rant about Gundam. Yay! Yay! I'm not going to talk about G, because... Go f*** yourself. Anyways. Anyways, Gundam Seed. Uh, for me, I love the original Mobile Suit Gundam, and it, it, it is the prote- prototypical series. You know, we have to thank Mobile Suit Gundam for everything. I mean, because of Char, we got Trays, we got Mula... Uh, not Mula Flaga. Uh, La Croce, and uh, all the other masked characters in the Gundam universe. Like, it, it is the prototypical Gundam series and builds upon it. But the thing that Seed has over every other series is that it is relevant to today's thing to today's problems it expands on the horrors of war which has been a beating drum of gundam almost entirely um and it just it the pacing is perfect it is gundam for me perfected it it distills everything about gundam and perfects it and makes it relevant i mean they included genetic engineering uh racism uh, religion you know of course war and how horrible it all is, and how they're ever, in war, everybody's a casualty. I mean, th- this is one of the beating hearts of Gundam, and it perfects it within every episode. There is not one episode where everybody's just like, "Up, oh, this is a great time." It, it shows the ups and downs, and and just it it distills everything. You know, Wing was a great series. I love Wing, but it's it's dated and it's. It, it's a little corny at certain points, like when Wu Fei is like t- taking on some wolves. I was just like, all right. Um, and it, <laughs> you know, if if en- if Endless Waltz was just by itself, I would probably just put Endless Waltz on my list. But I have to include all of Gundam. Endless Waltz is pretty much a masterpiece, but all, overall, Gundam Wing is kind of just okay. Eighth uh, MS team is Eighth MS team is great, but I couldn't put it on my list because it's a little just okay. And um, 0080 is a masterpiece, but uh, if it wasn't for the other Gundam Seed, I, I, I put it on my list. G Gundam sucks. And, um, <laughs> and Drew, I'll um, let you. Uh, I'll let you get on him about that. Yep, Gundam Gundam Seed is just it's it's it never had a fair chance, honestly, because the series goes by. It's 50 episodes. It goes by so fast uh, from episode to episode. You know, you feel the pace. And something that the original Mobile Suit Gundam didn't have was a good sense of pacing. I mean, for me, the original Mobile Suit Gundam kind of dragged on certain points, and Gundam Seed was just like, nope, we're moving. And it didn't have any of the unrealistic things I felt about Gundam. Like, it didn't... It explained away the new types, I think, a little better than Gundam. Uh, Seed was like, well, he's a coordinator. He's altered. He's been genetically made to do this. He's been genetically made to be perfect. Um, And... The true debate about genetic engineering versus versus um, versus being natural, you know, is is a real topic. It it, it is something that will come up, and uh, you know, people are going to pay millions of dollars to have their babies have blonde hair and blue eyes. And you know, I, what I love about the series is that there's a line in there where they're like, "We pay tons of money, and this guy's and and my child's eyes came out brown. How fucked up is that? That we would treat." children like a commodity like that instead of we can improve the quality of the life i mean what'd you say zero i'm sorry what'd you say it reminds me of a movie actually yeah what you're saying yeah universal soldier <laughs> <laughs> true good well, that's movie actually true. 
Yeah, well, you know, you got to look at it, though, man. The, the perfect soldier is something that a lot of governments have, you know, just to be talking about this realistically. A lot of soldiers, I mean, a lot of governments want the perfect soldier, a yep. soldier that doesn't feel, but a soldier that is so coordinated and intelligent that, hey, you can just send in a smaller number and rather than sending in a full battalion to take care of the job. And, you know, with Gundam C, you do have that because the coordinators are just like, hey, you're genetically just evolved over unnatural. And then, you know, that go, comes, to, I guess you could say, Darwinism versus genetic engineering. You know, instead of, you know, just letting natural selection and the process going on, here it is. Hey, I'm going to alter my child's DNA so he can be a super soldier, just a perfect child. Yep. But even with that, though, even with genetic engineering, you still have, like, I guess, Hmm, how can we say this? I guess using Jurassic Park as an um, example where life will make a way. You know, hey, that all the female dinosaurs on that island, the first one was supposed to be all female, but somehow somebody decided to grow a dingling. <laughs> yep. Um, so. The other thing I will say about the series, and, and Darrell's actually weird point actually brings me to it. Uh, so thank you. Uh, is that this series, especially on Toonami, what I love about it is it did not shy away from the subject of sex. Uh, and there are multiple points in the series where clearly characters are going off and having sexual relationships, and Toonami didn't really censor that. Uh, there's a line that Kira says pretty blatantly in the Toonami broadcast version. Or, sorry, Flay says it, I think. Where she's like, I spent the night with Kira, don't you get it? And I'm just, and you see Kira getting out of bed, and Flay is there, completely naked. They didn't put a digital bikini on her or anything, and you're just like, wait a minute, they're showing sex. Pretty much. They're showing the effects of sex and not just the relationship that sex and how sex can complicate things. They didn't take it out, and I really love that. It's a shame about the guns where sometimes they would be these disco laser guns and then sometimes they would just be guns. Uh, I didn't get that on the uh, Toonami broadcast version. But um, if you haven't seen Seed, and a lot of people haven't, go go pick up the DVDs. It is an amazing show. It is the best Gundam. It is the shining example for me of Gundam perfected. I haven't seen Destiny, um, and I've heard it's terrible, so I probably won't. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great series. Go check it out. It's it's on. It's twenty five bucks for both sets, and uh, yeah, man, it seed. It's amazing. It's it's pretty amazing. That's all I can say about it. Of course, and now on DVD, and now on DVD, <laughs> and we're gonna skip the uh, user list one more time, and we'll we'll do them in the top threes. Oh, ain't that sweet of you? Yep. Oh, you're so sweet. Anyways, number three for Jarrell. Number three. Number three would be Raroni Kenshin. If you want to taste the ground, feel free to attack me. Batosa the Manslayer. He's truly a man of legends. That girl will take every ounce of my revenge. Prepare yourself. We've taken our opponents too lightly. Die! What to die? Within every fiber of your being, you are truly a manslayer. As Jose put it earlier, it's just a pretty anime fluid. It actually does have a good story and backdrop, but, you know, I really did like the fact that Kenshin used a reverse blade sword and was basically still busting people up, you know, taking them down, especially with his godlike speed. Hirokiri Batosai, the Manslayer. That was a good promo. I, I, I love that promo for Tsunami. Yep, I like that he's, Batosai, the Manslayer. I like that he's Vasha Stampede with a sword. 
<laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And you know, the thing is, dude could be like so serious at one moment, and then the next minute, it's just like he's like a complete wimp. But the overall story is, Roroni Kenshin kicked ass, man, and he was whooping everybody's ass. It's a great show, man. It is a great show. I'm happy to have the whole thing on DVD. Yeah, I'm glad that we actually have a dang on anime we have in common that we both like, because uh, you really don't like samurai animes too tough, except for a few. Yep. Um, you know, the. Uh, by the way, there's two dubs of this show, so if you want to get the Toonami version, you have to get it on DVD. Media Blasters, I think, still has it on print. You can find the set for about 100 bucks for the whole series. I would highly suggest getting it, because Media Blasters is not doing that great. If you go online to watch it, uh, it's on Crackle for free, and I think it's also on YouTube for free. But that dub is the Sony dub, and I don't like that dub. I think it's kind of uh, not as was good as the Toonami dub. Yes, Mr. Editor. Mr. Editor, Mr. Editor. But if you want to watch the show, edit. just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Editor. Editor. Oh, my God. Guys, just move on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. Anyways, Daniel. My top three is G Gundam. His hand to my clothes with an awesome power. It tells me to defeat you. I'll get rid of all of you once and for all. You want a real fight? You will afford to lose. I'll do all I can to defeat you. with the courage to fight join me yeah yes in your face jose in your face and by the way i I will i will say my positive and negative comments about it jose has a good point it is a like wrestler anime but the the structure the the um the storyline that was focused really hard and it was just fantastic. It it held to Gundam. It tried to do a lot of things that were just Gundam related, but yeah, it also did some things that weren't, which I appreciate it a lot. And it, by the it, way, it spoke here, to me. Man, it was like the deterrent from having just like a full scale war instead of everybody just going out battling lies again. It, it was. Lost, it man. was. It was. It was. It was close to. I mean, like, look at this way. If 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 a Gundam had to fight another Gundam to in order to be the god of the war, uh, the god of the whole universe, so to say, that's that's war. Yeah, you, you can't deny that's not war. Hey, less casualties though. Jose's just <laughs> quiet right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just way, waiting till we move on because I've I've said enough about G Gundam. By the way, Jose <laughs> and gentlemen, you can say it together with me. If you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Anyways. All right. No, now I'm going to really go off on G Gundam. Uh, yeah, it misses the point of Gundam in its entirety, just like SD Gundam misses the point of Gundam. It's about the horrors of war. And, you know, I get it. It's supposed to be a take on the super giant robot genre and kind of making fun of it, but it doesn't work. It, for me, it doesn't work because you just totally distilled and destroyed the message of Gundam. At, at least in my opinion. Uh, if you enjoy the I show, guess, I, you enjoy the show. Good for you. Yeah, but how does it destroy the essence of it's, Gundam? It, it every, doesn't. every other Gundam series came after G Gundam. I'm sorry, but your argument... Not every other... Gu- okay. No, Mobile Suit Gundam, the original Gundam, G- 
On <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam was the first. Right. G Gundam came next, then Gundam mm-hmm. Wing, and then G Gundam so did on, not so come on, next. So on. Well, to be honest with you, RoboTech started all this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah, want to just go there, go if you want to go there, RoboTech. Actually, Gundam no. Gundam's older than RoboTech. Uh, anyways, let's but move yeah, on. those the next one is actually Zedit Gundam. So check your Gundam. Gundam yeah, G Gundam didn't happen until 1994. I got but you. But any case, any case. But if you like it, you know what? Good for you. Seriously, like who cares what I think? Yes, <laughs> true. Anyways, yeah, really. So my number three, um, number three that I have is obviously personally. I know that you gentlemen probably don't have it on your list. That's fine. But honestly, to me, this was the reason why I came home every single day. I wanted to see this show. I wanted to watch it. Uh, I got pissed when two, when Cartoon Network said, was like, oh, new episode coming in a month. No, 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 no. You need to have it right now. I need to see it. <laughs> and it's three letters. D, B, Z. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z to me was, you know, it, it, it was better than any show that I've seen as of late. I mean, Dead Man Wonderland definitely is a good start. And I, and I, I really want to see more seasons of that. I, I really hope that it happens. But Dragon Ball Z to me was one of those series that was just, I'm not going to say incredible. I'm going to say epic. It was, I mean, it started out really, I didn't really like kind of the whole uh, saga with Raditz. I didn't like that series, that that part of it. Um, the fight with Vegeta and Naba that made it a lot better, and it was really good. Um, and the whole Super Saiyan series that came after that was just incredible. And I, and I loved coming home to watch it every single day. And that's why it was on. That's why it's on my top ten. It's. It, you can't get anything better, in my opinion, than Dragon Ball Z, other than the two, the top two that I have. And that's it. <laughs> uh, I'll say my piece about Dragon Ball. It's not on my list, but uh, I, I love the show. I mean, I own pretty much the whole series. It's it's funny, it's action-packed, and it's great. Uh, and it's one of the big reasons I'm an anime fan, but the thing about it, it's a little simplistic. Um, and, you know, the show doesn't really get good for me until Trunk shows up. And then once, for me, it, from Trunks to Cell, it's it, that is the perfect show. Like that, that, that to me is the perfect arc because it's complex, it's character driven, it's great. Right. But um, you know, unfortunately, after, before and after those, that part, it's a little simplistic for me, and uh, it just, it, it never for me. There's a never higher point than that in the series. Um, and but 
Well, but it's a you, great show either way. Would you agree with me though that after once like Vegeta and Nabba comes into the picture, it starts to get a little bit better? I loved then, it from Raditz actually. Like I, I still love the series. Like I love the whole thing. I, I love the whole thing with Raditz. I love that he's Goku's brother, um, and and they have to and that he dies. Uh, I love that whole whole arc. But uh, you know, for me, the the top moment is from Trunks to Cell. Yeah. I would agree with that. I enjoyed the whole series all the way around, you know. It was pretty good to me because, you know, I was just so into it. Then I started paying more attention to it because I'm like, I'm an avid reader. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, it's kind of like um, Journey to the West, yes, you know, which it is, is kind of which is pretty much. But it's like <laughs> Journey to the West on steroids and like all this weird shit that would really happen. And then aliens know, come. Exactly. <laughs> aliens. And so, I love DBZ because that's the point where everybody's an alien. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you're you know, not the Candace anymore. The interesting thing too about about Dragon Ball Z is it kind of I, I don't know if they, they meant to do this or not, but it kind of defines what how America looks because if you if you think about it, there's this huge city and then if you go outside other than, you know, maybe like twenty miles outside of a city, it's basically just country. The boondocks. Right. <laughs> I mean you got a city, huge country. City, huge country. <laughs> well, there's also a lot of islands. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that part, obviously, I mean, it's that part doesn't fit. The thing the- I love about that series is how, how much Akira Toriyama does not know what the hell he's doing. Because, <laughs> because at a certain point uh, in Dragon Ball, they actually go to America, I think, and then they t- conveniently forget that it exists. <laughs> like, and they start making up, like, every other town, and you're just like, what? Like, what? <laughs> hey, don't we do that now? <laughs> it's oh. just I love Akira Toriyama style because it's it's so he's the only one I think who can pull it off because he is so like flippant about story and he's just like I don't know what the hell's going on or like people I remember in Shonen Jump where uh, there's an interview with him and they're they're naming off characters like oh man I love Goku's one of my favorite characters and I love uh, you know and I love Gohan oh yeah and Brawly's one of my favorites and. Akira Toriyama designed Brawly. And he's just like, who's Brawly? (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, I have no idea who that character is. All right, whatever. I'll, you know. And um, he he, he does have such a flippant style of of writing. And he's the only one who can pull it off. Honestly, he's the only one who can pull off that type of style of writing. Because they tried to do it in GT and it doesn't work as well. Right. Nope. Nope. Dragon Ball... See that's the thing. I don't. I'm not gonna clump all three series in because they're all their own entity, in my opinion. GT was not the best series. Dragon Ball Z was the best out of the three. Dragon Ball was my second favorite, and uh, even though they don't make my top ten, I don't know if I would. I don't know where I would include those. To be honest with you, but probably yeah. at 35 in the top 40. <laughs> um. GT would definitely it would be in the fifty, but it would not be like I don't even know we have fifty shows. Then <laughs> <laughs> we might not. I don't know. I I'd have to look all over the oh, the whole amount of shows we've had. I mean, God, it could be close to fifty. I think it might be close to fifty, but I that's stretching it a little bit. Anyways, Anyways um, you're number three. My sir. number three. Um, I love this series so goddamn much, I actually put out on Twitter that I would buy the rights to it. It's IGPX. From the studio that brought you Ghost in the Shell, Cartoon Network is 
proud to present the first Toonami original series, IPX. Well guys, our big day is finally here. Give it up, Ricky. You'll never beat me out there. We're all in this together, and if we want to be champions, we work as a team. Get out there and destroy them. Sir! Yes, sir! Just focus on winning. Nothing else. I believe it's time to take the gloves off and rip these kids apart. Team Satomi, let's win! Wait a minute. Yes. Whoa, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. That's not your number one. No, GPX is not my number one. He told us that. <laughs> yeah, he told yeah, but us I that. thought you were joking that that wasn't your number nope, one. Nope, GPX no, he... is not my number one. Wow. Jose isn't always okay, an now I'm interested like to see what your number, what your two and one is now. Yep. IGPX, it's one of my favorite shows. It's, uh, um, once again, directed by Hitsu, uh, Mitsuru Hongo, uh, you know, who, who directed Outlaw Star. Who, the guy knows what he's doing with the 26 episode series arc. I mean, he is pretty amazing. Uh, Production IG, one of the best animation studios out there. I mean, I think they're up there with Disney and Madhouse. Just produced one of the prettiest looking series ever. And, and Jason confirmed it's an HD, so I want a Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, is, it is 26 episodes of just the coolest sport ever. And nothing else, which is great because all these sports anime, I think the biggest downfall of a lot of sports anime is they try to shove in tragedy or something that is not related to the sport at all. Where, you know, I think I think there's a baseball series in the 80s, uh, I think it's called Touch or something, I forgot, uh, where the, op- the opening episode is some dude getting hit in the face with a baseball and he dies. And I'm like, what the? No. You ain't talking and- about the big lineup, is it? They never. This series never devolves into that. The drama comes from the sport and the personalities, 
and everybody is so well developed and Jason it shows Jason and Marco's talent on that show. I think Jason and, and teamed up with with Hongo, you know, just just show what they can do, the potential of Toonami. And unfortunately, uh, I hate to say it, but the show had a crappy time slot. Uh, yes, Naruto was the lead-in, but it was a bad time slot. 10 o'clock at Saturdays is not the greatest time slot. And to see it finish its run at 1 o'clock in the morning on Friday is really bad. Um, I wish that show had another shot. If that show had weekdays at 5, I'm telling you right now, it would be really popular. I mean, IGPX, the mi- micro-series, the backdoor pilot that they did, oh, yeah. was really was good excellent. as well. And that was Do they five... have that on DVD anywhere? Yes, that's on the IGPX set. So oh, good luck finding Jose it. Would, Jose would know, trust me. Yep. I don't have that on my <laughs> set. Uh, it's I... on season two, I think. or No, it's on season one. I'm going to have to check, dude. My extra bonuses then. Yeah, as go through the bonuses. As, it's in there. As far okay. as IGPX is, goes with me, I, I just never could get into the show. I, I don't know what it was, but it just it, – it didn't – it wasn't like any of the shows I've mentioned. It didn't really resonate with me that much. So Trust me, you got to give that show another chance. I'll give it another chance. I mean, if it definitely comes back on the block at some point, I'll watch it and give it another chance. But it, it, it wasn't one of those ones that I remember. You know what I mean? And Because you probably really... never saw it. Saw it. It no, had I a crappy time it. slot, man. Well, I mean, I, I did see some episodes of it but it just wasn't something that i was into i guess i don't know dude but i, I, well, I will I, out of respect i will give it i will view it i mean i literally enjoyed igpx you know it kind of it was kind of like the mech version of uh nascar but a simple fact <laughs> i live with, in alabama man and a lot of people love nascar here you know i would say more formula one because stuff. of the international culture of it because you know you had yeah, you had germans you had frenchies you had Steve Bloom playing a German, by the way. <laughs> you say it, Frenchies. I love that. Frenchies. Well, okay, we'll just put it Formula One, but I still say NASCAR, too, because some people are just downright fanatical with it. Especially, you know, I can't lie. I love Team Satomi, but I got to give Team Sledge moment. They props, too, man, because they was just some straight-up thugs, man. Yeah, dude. And Mark Hamill being one of the voices of Sledge Mama, the main guy. Yeah, uh, I think it was um, Yama. Yama, thank you. I love Mark Hamill. Yep, he and he does not put in the typical Mark Hamill performance. He puts in like an amazing performance. Haley Joel Osment plays uh, uh, Takashi, and he does an amazing job. And you're just like, why isn't this guy in more stuff, uh, voice wise? Because his voice is brilliant. Uh, yes, he's in Kingdom Hearts, but that's kind of it. Um, yes, and, I would uh, have to say that you were more like the Kaiser with your attitude sometimes, Jose. <laughs> I just want perfection. Excellence. Team Belstein. <laughs> yep, Team Belstein. Uh, Steve Bloom playing a German, Alexander Cunningham, without the German accent, because he's perfect um, <laughs> in his English. And um, he, uh, you know, and Steve Bloom turns in a great performance. Michelle Rodriguez is, in my opinion, the standout on the show. Her as Liz is possibly the most perfectly cast person ever. I have not heard the Japanese version. I don't even care to hear it. For me, the dub is where it's at. You need yeah, to watch the show. It is beautiful, brilliant. There are some really touching moments. It's action-packed. The show just has everything, guys. It's And the animation is great. Yes, the animation sleek, is it's real sleek, and it just flows like really, really well. And yep. if I could say one thing, Jose's blushing. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Okay, I don't know where that came from, but I can't see my face, so I'm going to deny it. Uh, you can but it's all you want, but I know the fu- I know for a fact you're probably blushing right now. It's, even though I can't see it's you. a great show, guys. Um, and I will, 
you know, if Cartoon Network seriously doesn't have the rights and, uh, and Bondi doesn't seem to have the rights either, I will seriously do everything in my power to get that show a Blu-ray release. I, I really want it, and it's it's just it's, a show it's that needs to be need. experienced by more people, man. It's 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 a shame that that show does not get its due. It is Toonami's first and only original show, so let's go get it. Let's okay. go get it, man. Let's go get it. Let's do it. I'm I'm down with you on that because that was it. just even though it's not on my list, I mean, I guess it probably should have been, but that that yes, series bad was, Daniel. Bad that, Daniel. That right. series was just. Awesome. It's okay, Daniel. You're you're fine. Don't worry about it. Anyways, man. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> if you Let's can track fans. it down, if you can track it down, pick up the DVDs, man. It's hard, but they are on eBay, so that's the only it place you can find them. It took me four years to get season two, but I got it, though. It took me three to get season two, yeah. It was ridiculous. I was just like, exactly. oh, oh my god. I had to import the American set from England. That's Damn. how. <laughs> See, Jose... He gangster with it, y'all. He goes above and beyond. Yes, he does, dude. It w- I will say, I will give you props for that. If you want a DVD, you will, no one will stop you. Yeah. I could probably put an assassin on you, and <laughs> not even that assassin would stop would stop you from getting a DVD. Well, <laughs> dude, I kind of need to click and uh, wow. stuff, and to be alive is important. So I'm pretty sure an assassin <laughs> would stop me. C- complete season one collection on Amazon, hundred and nineteen dollars. I got it for twelve. <laughs> And I have two copies of it. That's new. Yeah, I both of mine are new. Yeah, it seems like we're gonna be taking a nice little visit to Jose House. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I might actually give season one away because uh, I have an extra copy of it. So I might. I'll see if I. I'll, I'll take a look into its eyes and see if I can actually part into it. Part. It. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure. We'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, like, yeah, I would love do to. I want to give it away. I know. I might. I might Starts take a look crying. at both oh, of them. I give it away. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have like seven copies of Volume One because I keep buying those damn puffy boxes and putting DVDs in them, <laughs> and I have two IGPX shirts because of it. Uh, moving on. So yes, in case you haven't noticed, I love IGPX. Yes, you That's do. Why it's my top. Surprise! Four. It's not your number one. Yeah. But anyway, oh, surprise! 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 Anyways, to the fan question, to the uh, fan top threes. Oh yeah, let's do that. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do that. You're uh, who did I leave it. off on? Uh, uh, Alex Leach, I think, was the person I left off on. Uh, he says uh, his top three are Outlaw Star, Tenchi Muyo, and Kasher and Sins. And he actually put on uh, an honorable mention. He said, IGPX, I never got to see it, but I still consider it to be incredibly awesome. I'm going to change that for you, man. I'm going to buy the series. <laughs> buy the rights, man. You heard it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, and uh, one of our staff members, Paradox, he submitted Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, Cowboy Bebop, and Outlaw Star. And uh, we'll leave the last four for later. Alrighty then. Alrighty. So, well, Number twos. To... Oh, yeah. You know, I've been waiting to say this all fucking show. Because it is number two. It didn't make my number one, but it is number two. And it is the anime that, it's the anime that Jose hates so much. Asher and Sins? <laughs> I know. I really don't hate Cash and Sins. And I don't hate Cash and Sins. I know Sins. which one it is. It's also not on my list. Even though Luna's Does it start with a B? Yes, it is. Does it oh. end with a leech? It's bleach, baby. Oh. Yes. Yeah.
You know, Bleach has been on a filler arc since we took over. But now that it's back to the real business, it's about time we show this sweet piece some love. Thank you for the compliment. The story arc is insanely huge, so here's the quick lowdown. Ready to do this? Yeah! It's all about Ichigo, a teenager who sees spirits. He kind of screws up early on and is forced to become a soul reaper. They call him Shinigami. Now he has to defend his town from these creepy evil souls called Hollows. Everything in Bleach depends on maintaining the balance of souls, and there are all kinds of players in this crazy game. Let me enlighten you. Let's see, there are the humans, pretty straightforward. The Shinigami, or Soul Reapers. And the Arankar, maskless hollows that have Shinigami-like powers. Attack now! Anyway, there's too much to explain here. But trust me, it's all gravy. The real battle starts now! Bleach, every Saturday at midnight, on Toonami. That's what I'm talking about! Right where it belongs. My name is Ichigo Kurosaki. I'm 15 years old. For as long as I can remember, I've been able to see the souls of the dearly departed. I'm a soul reaper. My name is Rukia. The Hollows were once souls of human beings. No different from anyone else. Time to eat your soul! We stand in awe before that which cannot be seen. <laughs> Unlike Jose, our super emo, I just too super emo. emo. Why am I super emo? <laughs> I it's not this. funny, guys. I'm gonna go cut myself. <laughs> wow. It's okay. We'll let you commit seppuku later. I got the katana ready. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome. You're the only one but who anyway. understands me and my poetry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad haiku. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but seriously, like, I, in the beginning, Bleach is a gateway anime for a lot of people, but I almost missed out on watching this anime altogether because I was like, wait a minute, Bleach? Like, is this something about washing clothes or something? <laughs> seriously, this really was my, <laughs> this was my idea when I saw it, but once I saw it, I was like, wait a minute, they got swords and samurais and all this other stuff? Like, supernatural samurais. Not, not to interrupt you, but one day I thought actually Jose was drinking bleach, but anyways. <laughs> no, he was drinking Clorox. Oh, okay. No, it was actually uh, Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> it was the oh, only way snap. I could get through bleach that night. It was pissing me off too much. <laughs> Just you... like what I tweet, I have the drink. Continue, sir. Yes, but basically, you know, you got the story of Ichigo Kurosaki. You know, he can see spirits and everything, and somehow he runs into this Soul Reaper chick who ends up getting him killed, and well, actually, he gets her killed, and she stabs him with her sword, and all of a sudden, he got this big-ass Zanpak toe the size of a goddamn skyscraper in his hand. And basically, he just started taking down Hollows, and as the story progresses for me, you know, I'm starting to see more about Ichigo and his friends and his family, and, and then I'm starting to learn more about the Soul Society and the Soul Reapers. And unlike Jose, I actually do like the animation. Yeah, sometimes some of the shows can really kind of get on your nerves. <laughs> shut up, Jose. Shut up, Daniel. Yeah, I was like, why are you telling me to shut up? I'm not saying anything. Hey, I heard somebody laugh. I'm just it was Jose that. that was laughing. No, it I'm really wasn't. I'm going to wait until Terrell's done. Oh, I'm going okay. to just tell everybody to shut up because, hey, shut up. Anyways, shut your mouth. Don't you talk to me like that. Two snaps and a Z, honey. <laughs> yeah, but back you, please. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. But seriously, as the series progresses for me, I'm starting to see more and more about the Zanpakuto in relation to their Shinigami. And, 
you know, it's Chambara, so that's samurai, samurai orientated. And by me being a practitioner of kendo, I'm like, yeah, I can get with this. And the story and plot moves along pretty well for me because it's a shonen, but hey, you got Ichigo, little tragedy, you know, all oh, my mom got killed. You know, I want to be able to get the hollow back that killed and everything. And along the way, he starts being Captain Saberho for a lot of people. <laughs> but in my opinion, I actually do like the I like the animated styling, and it actually does have some good character development to me. But sometimes they do leave a little bit out for the saving grace. And I think probably one of the episodes I hated the most is probably when they had Don Kanoji on there doing his little Defenders of Kamakura Town or whatever that was. But for the most part, I actually enjoy this anime a whole lot. Just for the simple fact, you got samurai swords, and these swords literally take on their own personality, especially in the Zanpakuto Rebellion arc. Um, okay, Jose. All right, are, I guess uh, my turn to re- reply. Um, you know, it's no secret right? I don't like bleach, but um, you know, if it's your gateway drug, guys, it's it's an awesome gateway drug. I'm happy it's on tsunami because it does really well in the ratings, and. You know, it's not for me, but I can understand why people enjoy it. The character designs are pretty, uh, and, you know, it's got action in it. So, yeah, I get it, but I think had I seen... If I was maybe younger, I might have liked the show a lot more, but I, I can't, as a, as a 23-year-old adult, really get into it. I, I think I think I just... I missed the boat. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and, right. and I gave the show a fair chance, guys. I really did watch 40 episodes, the first 40 episodes of the show, and I was just like, I can't get into this. It's too boring. Well, I understand that. You know, we ain't, we ain't all going to agree on the same anime, and we ain't going to no. like all the same things. So, but no. I do commend you for at least giving it the first 40 a try, though. Yeah, man. Thank I, you for doing that. If I, I had the say, time, I'd do the whole series, but that's impossible, so no. I will, <laughs> say, I will say thank you for doing that, too, as well. Um, my thing about Bleach... First of all, it is in my top 20. Um, it got actually bumped out by one of these other ones that you guys had mentioned, ironically. Um, but um, Bleach to me, I mean, there were certain parts of it where I was like, oh, God, why am I watching this? And then, you know, other times where, like, lately it's been really, really good. And that's and like I said, I'm, I'm really one of those people that likes the action anime. And I think Bleach definitely does fit that that criteria and, and it's it's really to me I, I also like to see the progression of how Ichigo went from just having this sword to all of a sudden he's like super hollow yeah he's like super hollow I'm gonna kill everybody and I'm more powerful than all of you so you know yeah, I'm I, I really I really <laughs> like <laughs> I, I'm a little confused too but I, I really it, it is a really good series and I don't disagree with it being number two at all, but you know, to each his own. Yep. So Fuck, I ran out of water. No. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of water too a little while back, and I'm gonna need it. Well, I ran. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of alcohol. I'm sorry. All right, Daniel, number two for you. Gundam Wing. After Colony One Nine Six, humanity finally achieves peace. But the ashes of war give birth to a new threat. We at Colony L3X18999 hereby declare war against the nation. A child is building an empire to avenge her father. I will rule the world. With Gundams at her side, Earth will feel her fury. Not the 
landing onto Earth. Stop this at once. The remaining pilots will battle each other to stop her. I'm asking if you guys are doing the right thing. The endless waltz of war. Peace and revolution continues. See for yourself just how powerless you are. Roger that. Gundam like you've never seen it before. You will surrender! Special Gundam Wing movie, Endless Waltz. Friday, November 10th at 5. Suit up again. Only Toonami. Sweet. Sweet. Hater. <laughs> I think we need to say this one more time again. I just like it for the strategy, overall strategy of every episode and war and chaos and little drama here and there but it's just i don't know at the time i was very strategic so that anime spoke to me i think gundam at the time was the perfect or gundam wing was the perfect introduction to the gundam series for americans and and i and i still like the show i love the show um you know i i wouldn't own it if i didn't but you know (laughs) what are you talking about what are you talking about yeah i know but about Willis? for me, you know, <laughs> as I matured and I watched that show over, I'm like, they shied away from a lot of topics and they didn't, co- they really just talked about the art of war a lot of the time. And they didn't, they didn't cover what war can do. Um, and, and the other issues that surround that's war. true. But, yeah. but it, endless waltz, me... I mean, is a masterpiece and, and the mech designs are iconic, even, even yes. among Gundam. Right. Uh, it just me. It was something I always looked forward to. I mean, this—that's what I remember most. These top, the last top fives are what I remember most. Right. And that's what I remember. I, most. I agree with everything that you say, Daniel. Seriously. Uh, and you know, Gundam Wing. Like I said, I mean, when you say Dragon Ball Z, it's all. It was always followed by Gundam Wing. And people that were watching Dragon Ball Z would go into Gundam Wing being like, okay, let's see what this is, and boom. They were instantly hooked on it, too. So, I don't know. I guess it was just a little bit more of my taste than anybody else's, so to say. But, um, but it was, well, just it was, in, my, it was it. in my top five, so I agree with you. Yeah, yeah and it's in, it was four for Darrell. I, I'm the only odd man out. <laughs> I'm the only one who picked man. the one. Gun- I picked the one Gundam series nobody watched. I did. I watched it. And that was probably one of the. I didn't, I didn't even realize, like, oh, yeah, that was on Tanami's. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to buy it. But not my, right my number two is like that, too. Where I was just like, I was like, I mean, I shit, totally it was forgot on about Tanami. I'm like, damn it. I need to put that on my list. I mean, I forget about, like, the half this they aired on. Right. Giant, so do uh, I. A giant robot week. But, you know, it's, it's all good. I mean, hey. I just wanted an excuse to talk about Eva. <laughs> that's, that's the reason why I put that rule. I, I'm I like, it counts. That ever, ever was but on the thing there. is, I agree yeah. with you about Evergallion, though. It was actually a good anime. It was well thought out. And, you know, by me being a psychology major this time around, like, I see a lot of psychological shit that goes on in that damn series now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm like, still there, psychoanalyzing Shinji, Dr. Ikari, Ray. You know, um, yeah, you can analyze your name. Asuka, she has some serious issues. Man. You can write, write thesis papers on that show. It's 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 pretty amazing. It's... But we're talking about Gundam Wing. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Gundam Wing oh, is an amazing show, man. And you know, I think I think the thing about Gundam Wing though 
is that not only did it introduce it to America, it, it unfortunately set an impossibly high standard for the rest of the Gundam series to follow, and Bandai botched it by bringing the original Mobusuit Gundam as the next show. Yeah. That was really dumb. Yeah. I mean, yay, the original Mobile Suit Gundam is out because it's a classic, and I love it, and I own it, but yeah, boo, but why <laughs> did you follow up Gundam Wing with that? G Gundam would have been a better choice. <laughs> he admits it. I know, yeah, sad. He admits it. Yeah. Well, you know, they could have introduced it a lot better. Yes. Um, but as a series, it, it grew. And, you know, I respect every Gundam series besides SD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hated SD with a passion. Um, something about, you know, the Gundam series is just even G Gundam. It all has the same kind of. I had to say, SD is like the bastard child of Gundam that you just hide away. <laughs> That's like, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to hide away from it. No, like, I'm talking about a series of like it would end up on Mari. You are the father of SD Gundam. Like, you are oh. the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, it, what, what was weird about SD, though, was like it, it pretty much the whole series sucked. But then towards the end, it actually got good. And you're just sitting there going. Yeah, I noticed that. I'm like, yeah. I thought this was crappy. Now it's actually good. I'm like, fuck, now I actually got to watch this. The thing is, SD Gundam was clearly not meant for us. Clearly. No, no not at all. No, it's for kids. Yeah. So. But where else like, are you going to air it? You had to air it on Toonami. You couldn't True. air it outside the block. Right. Well, they could have made Magoozy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, low blow, low blow. All right, moving on. Your turn. My, my number two. Um, I gotta tell. I gotta say something real quick about my number two. Um, Is we had a guest on. What's that? You constipated. <laughs> <laughs> Is it solid or is it, you know, liquidy? <laughs> whoa. Anyways, whoa, that's a little too much info. Anyways, um, my number two, I will say actually Dragon Ball Z was my number two until a certain guest by the name of Jargon um, kind of made my memory go back to what it was on Toonami back in the, uh, the late 90s. And when he said this series, I went, Hands down, this is number two. This is number two, and I, I can't... Dragon Ball Z's got to go to number three. And that is Ronin Warriors. Five fantastic battle-armored samurai. Ronin Warriors. Ronin Warriors. Together, they face the otherworldly forces of the evil dynasty. Calling on the spirits of ancient samurai warriors. All five have been given super-powered fighting skills and weapons to wield against this tyranny. Justice! Might! Wisdom! Trust! To arms! To arms! Heroes push to the limits. Struggle between good and evil, and the fate of humanity hangs in the balance. Uh, Ronin Warriors to me was one of those series that, again, it was pretty much every single episode was just action, action, action. Um, they were always transforming into their armor. Um, they were uh, the white armor, like 
Daniel had said earlier, I mean, that was just awesome. The way that they, uh, just the whole series to me was just completely and utterly awesome. So, I mean. Who else had it on their list? I, I know we mentioned it before already. I had it. Okay. It's Didn't you have it, it on your list, Jarrell? Which one? Um, Ronan. Uh, it didn't make my list for the simple fact that I would have put it on there for nostalgia reasons. Oh. So uh, I just had, um, you know, I decided not to just for that reason. That's all. I'm not and doing I, it for nostalgia reasons. I just, I just, you know, I love, I no, don't get me wrong. I love the anime, but you know, right. It, it was more like, I was like, okay, I have to be fair. Like the only reason why I'm putting it on there is I loved it, but I was like, it would be for the nostalgia reason and, you know, had to be fair about it. Well, Ronan, like the one thing that got me. And, and I do encourage people, if you haven't seen Ronin Warriors, to go on YouTube and watch it as much as you can. Um, what what was really good about, to me, about Ronin Warriors was the way that they... I, how do I put it? I, I, it was just like... I don't know. It was, just, it was just completely epic to me, I guess, is the best way I can say it. it Go ahead. Somebody's going to say something. I'm sorry. Like I said, man, they had the human element to it because, like, you know, they started like they started out kind of strong, you know, but it was like once right. they, yeah. they had to go through some things to get to the point where they were, though. Mm-hmm. It was like a whole bunch of struggling, but the thing is, man, armor, armor was cool. I mean, you know, the weapons was cool. I mean, like, it, it was three of the Ronin Warriors got captured and they were the, just the two guys were trying to save him save those guys and it, it was really a struggle just to, to see them go through i mean that there was a lot of action and it was always awesome to see uh ryu change into his uh flaming armor it was just that that was always awesome exactly that scene not to mention he had a big ass white tiger man oh yeah and then when he would transform into the white the white armor oh that was awesome too so and yes, I actually remembered the character's name. <laughs> oh, I can get y'all them. You had Kento. Kento, uh, Ryu. Um, Rowan, Sage, and kind of Ryu the Wi-Fi. And uh, let's see, who else was the last one? Dude, I always forget. Dang. That's so bad, man. You, you forget well, the little so, dude. It's so, yeah, it's, oh my God, I can't even think. I mean, but the anime's old, dude. I mean, yeah. so it, it's not like we're going to like remember it. I mean, it. Those names, like Ryu is the one name you should remember. Yeah, that's the one name you always need to remember. You always need to remember Ryu. That's that's it. Side, that's the dude name. The dude that had the little spear, man. The, um, I'll be honest with you. Just like just like Jose says that he'll go out and buy the rights to IGPX and do another season or even redo the whole thing if he wanted to. Uh, no, uh, I would just put it out. I wouldn't rebuild put it. Out. <laughs> oh, okay. You wouldn't do a new season of no. it? No. <laughs> I'm not Jason DeMarco. I'm actually, not that talented. I would actually, if I had the money, five millions of dollars, I would go get the rights to run Warriors, it. and I would reboot it. Yeah, seriously, that—that's how good of a series I thought it was. Yeah, um, it really was. All righty. <laughs> I don't remember the show at all. I can't comment. Well, I think I you remember actually, the character designs, and that's it. You need to watch it, dude. It, it, it's a very good anime. Um. All right. I guess that brings me to my number two. Okay. Here we go. Wow. Um, I can't believe you guys didn't mention this. Uh, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. What happens when technology subsumes humanity? When humanity is no longer defined by being human? I believe you'll understand after you see this. 
the legendary cyberpunk classic finally comes to television in an all-new original series, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. Premiering Saturday, November 6th at 12.30. The future is now. Another standalone complex. What does all of this mean, I wonder? I don't know. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. I of knew. course it was coming. Of course. Of course. Oh my God! Ghost in the Shell standalone complex is an amazing show. Um, it first off from the very very talented folks at Production IG, who once again did IGPX. This series is so fluid, and it never it never has a lazy animation day. Um, it's 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 brilliant. I mean, Ghost in the Shell as a whole, I love the whole franchise. But since we're, I'm going to keep it just, just standalone complex here. Standalone complex plays out like a police procedural, but it tackles so many philosophical issues, so many issues about the future. And it, even though the series is now 10 years old, if you can believe that, um, I still think that they got a lot of stuff right about the future. I mean, pretty soon, uh, cybernetic enhancements is going to be a real thing. It already is a real thing in very preliminary ways. I mean, soldiers are coming home with bits and pieces being replaced by, you know, legs with springs or whatever. And we're seeing that uh, now being controlled by computers and people with microchips in their bodies. You know, it, Ghost in the Shell it called it. Uh, the manga itself, I think, is like 20 or 30 years old. They called it, man. Um, you know, we're going to see all this stuff. Or the government saw the manga and they're like, oh, we should do this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is really life imitating art here. I mean, the technology within Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex is stuff that we, we're seeing being developed today. Um, the fact that you can interface with without through touch nowadays um, is going to evolve into something much more simpler where we don't even have to touch anything anymore. Um, and, of course, it never loses that cyberpunk feel. Actually, in, in Standalone Complex, there's a tilt rotor. And that wasn't, as far as I can tell, that wasn't out when, uh, when, the, when it actually did come out. That actually exists in the army now. They have that. Where yes, the, they do. Where the plane can become a helicopter and vice versa. That was in Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex 10 years ago. I'm pretty, that might have just been in testing stages. I'm pretty sure it didn't exist, actually, though. You know, Who it's knows? so funny that you mentioned like all that stuff about what's going on in Ghost in the Shell standalone pro uh, complex because um Dr. Michio Kaku talks a lot about this stuff in his book in um Physics of the Impossible and Physics of the Future. Exactly. Like he was talking about like um literally like they were gonna make some contacts where you could actually access the internet or you know, basically an organic computer. Yeah. Pretty much from your brain. Look at you putting intelligence on us. Look at you. Hey, look here, I'm a big fan of quantum mechanics. So no more phones, it'll just be your brain, yeah, people. It will yeah. be. And the thing I love about it, it doesn't paint this super awesome picture of the future. It shows the dangers of it as well. It shows how irresponsible we can be with that power. Um, and multiple times, the series delves into real conversations about, hey, what if this guy had this much power? What if he could control you, literally? This isn't... And, of course... the the standalone complex section nine they're not exactly heroes they violate simple rights that people should have they violate people's right to privacy they violate uh, multiple laws and do very underhanded things and yet these are the heroes these are the people we're supposed to be rooting for 
And yet there's an eerie parallel to the United States government in a way where, you know, we have the Patriot Act where anybody can be wiretapped. People might be listening to this very Skype call right now um, because you're downloading it from iTunes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, but yes, it, Standalone Complex works on so many levels and it's an easy show to get into. A lot of people find it really complex. It's very easy to get into, honestly. You can just watch it for the action and watch it for the police procedural drama. You don't have to stick around for the philosophical stuff. There are episodes that are just standalone where you don't need to know anything about anybody, um, which is, I think, one of the great things about the series. And there's a dog who agrees with me. Apparently he doesn't like it. See there. No, he's he's saying, yeah, that's awesome. Like, (laughs) Why isn't Ghost in the Shell standalone complex on everybody else's list? Oh, God. Um, because but, we're not you. Yep. But it's a, it's an amazing show, man. Uh, manga still has the rights to it, and it's still in print. It's not out of print, so go get it. Watch it in HD on Hulu. Watch it on Toonami, of course. It's still running. Uh, you, you just need to get the show, man. It's it's an amazing show. It is still relevant. Uh, it is the most relevant show in a post-9-11 world that I've ever seen. And, um, you know, it's 10 years old, if you can believe that. So happy to be birthday. honest with you, one of the reasons why I watched Standalone Complex was actually the opening theme song by Origa in a universe. Yep, oh, Yoko that, Kano that, composing the music. He, exactly, Yoko Kano f***ing oh, fucking rocks. Oh, she's amazing. Yes, yeah, she is. Okay. All right. Um, if we're done with the number two, uh, I have some news. What's if up? I can, if I can say it. Uh, apparently, Jason just said on his Twitter, here's a question. Where were you? Where were all you Megas fans when the aired on Toonami originally? Seems like it has a way bigger fan base now. Question mark. And then somebody asked him if they were gonna do it, and he said, "Too bad we can't." So, yeah. What? Aw. Damn. Damn. So what? Uh, to answer that question, I was watching it every Saturday. <laughs> Me too. I watched it every Saturday. Every Saturday, um, with my homeboys, like wings and pizza. Yeah. So, 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 so Jason, so I really did watch Megas, and I also was one of the few people who watched IGPX even at one o'clock in the morning. And the only reason I said that on here was because it was on some of our top ten lists, so I had to say that. So, but I apologize if anybody's offended. Damn, fuck, <laughs> man. Seriously, I want Megas back. Hell yeah, I want to see Coop again, man. Yeah. Anyways, we got to do. Um, List. Who would I leave off on? Paradox. Okay. Yep. Uh, should I just finish everybody off? No. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, right we'll, 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 we'll finish every... We're on number one now, right? Yeah. We'll yeah. finish everybody off now, and then we'll call it after number one. Okay. So here we go. Um, our good friend, Kadesh Flow, submitted the following three. And he has reasons. Maruni Kenshin, the only show in Toonami with well-adapted historical significance. I agree. Gundam Wing, specifically Endless Waltz. Again, agree, Endless Waltz is kind of a masterpiece. Yes, it is. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, not because it was the best show. It was, definitely was not. However, I do think it was the most effective viewer catalyst. So? All right. Um, Yay! Yay! And then we got Femble. I feel really bad. I talked bad about this show. Uh, Tension Universe. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Outlaw Star, which, yay, that show's awesome. And Sailor Moon, good for you. Well, we uh, knew Sailor Moon was going to come out of her mouth, because, yeah, she uses those. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and this guy named <laughs> TJQ15, who's clearly a robot, uh, his top three yeah, are Full Metal bad. Alchemist Brotherhood, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, 
manga is called Dragon Ball, so it's the same thing to me. Uh, so, yeah, he considers them one series. He doesn't count GT, I guess. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho is his number one. And uh, Hush. Hush went really in-depth here. Uh, in no particular order for any of these. Uh, of the old Toonami, he said Gundam Wing, Dragon Ball Z, and Rurouni Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho, I think, were tied. Uh, of the new of the new Toonami, it's Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, fuck yeah, man. Cowboy Bebop and Dead Man Wonderland. If he were to combine the two, he would say Standalone Complex, fuck yeah, man. Uh, Gundam Wing and Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho. So those are his top three. And the last person we have here is Austin Dana. His top three were Naruto, One Piece, and... Oh, sorry. Bobo Bo, One Piece, and Naruto. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did he just say Bobo Bo? Bobo Bo is awesome. That was the most garbage-ass anime I ever seen. Dude made Fist of the North Star, man. And he made that crappy anime. I don't care what he said. It was just a joke, but that was so crappy. No, it's a funny I hate joke, the anime. I, lo- I, I think it's really funny. Uh, I don't think... I think Toonami was inappropriate for it, though. I think it should have been on Adult Swim comedy. Probably. I think Adult Swim comedy would have flourished. And by the way, not to interrupt, but I'm trying to get Jason to tell us what his top three are. I see that. So yep. hopefully we can get that before the end of the show. But if we if don't, not, we'll we just edit it in. Yeah, whatever. All right, so let's get on to the next. It's number two. one. That's number the, one. That's all our users. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, all right. And uh, the reason why for Megal XLR is because they gave up the rights. Oh, who has the rights now? Uh, it's put... up in the air. Wait, how? They have it on iTunes. Apparently they gave up the rights to it. Hmm. So who has the rights now? Nobody. No. Nope. Oh, all right. I'm going to let's start making phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out who the hell has that show. Like, seriously, that seems very strange yeah. to me. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to do some research. Huh? Cause well, there's research after the show. Let's yeah, get to... Sorry. Yeah. We'll do this after the show. <laughs> we got all yeah. off topic. Yeah. yeah. This conversation is totally irrelevant by the time this podcast comes out. Cause it won't be for another two weeks. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Uh, Making coffee. This going to be in two parts, though. Hey, this is going to be in two parts, and this part's not coming this out t- until two weeks. Uh, <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> we still, to our fans, we still love you, though. Yeah, sweetums. <laughs> Anyways, um, so here we go. Number ooh, one. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Drum roll. What? Wait. Give me a drum roll. Somebody, give me a drum roll. Oh, do we have Jasons? I do have Jason. Oh, all right. Read them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so his response to me, easy. Gundam Wing, DBZ, Kenshin. Naruto and IGPX to round out the top five. Just my perfect personal faves, not a value judgment. Uh, Thank you, Jason, for giving us the top five. And I will tweet you that right now. (laughs) Thanks, Jason. So there you go. You have the creator of Toonami. One of the creators. One of the creators of Toonami. We have to be specific. Yeah, the one who's still there, um, who uh, who tweeted us. So you're welcome, everybody. We now know. And knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. All right, number one time. Number ones. Number ones. Kami Shapito. Right. Anyways. Um. Okay. So, so we need a drum roll for this or no? Yes, we need a drum roll. Oh, you, Dan. Okay, I'm done. 
Yeah, you have, when it comes to drumming, you have no rhythm. Okay. All right, man. Uh, well, my number one would be number Naruto. One. Naruto, really? Meet Uzumaki Naruto of Leaf Village Academy. Class clown, village idiot, troublemaker, you betcha. But looks can be deceiving. And this kid's got a lot of heart. He's also got one thing they don't have. An inner demon with a real attitude problem. I'm a ninja now, and I want a ninja mission! Naruto, an all-new episode, coming up next. Let's go wild! Only Toonami. Don't tell me it's Naruto again. It is Naruto again! Yes. Wow. No, I really wow. love, I, no, 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 I really love Naruto, man. But the simple fact that it is based on one of my um, favorite Japanese folklores, which is um, Jiraiya Monogatari, which means the brave tales of Jiraiya. And basically, Naruto is the nine-tailed demon fox reborn, you know, the demon sealed inside him. You know, basically, he's just like the, I guess you could say, the little underdog. And everybody loves the underdog. And this man actually has a goal to be the Hokage in the Leaf, Hen Leaf Village. I say, hey. If you have a dream, go for it. And this man proving every time, hey, no matter how many times you kick me down, punch me, I'm going to get right back up and I'm going to keep doing it again. You know, like so many kids, man, he got ignored in the beginning because nobody wanted to get to know him because of what was inside of him. But he's genuinely a good person. And I just really, really loved it. The animation good, the jutsus, not to mention, you know, the headbands fucking rule because I got a couple of those. Yeah. Licensed ones. I like headbands, hachimakis. But as we progress through Naruto, you see that he's just getting more skilled, becoming more badass. And we all know at some point in Kishimoto series that Naruto is going to be the Hokage of the Leaf Village. Um, okay. Wow. I really didn't see that coming. No, I didn't yeah. see that coming either. I think I remember <laughs> you saying that to me, and I just didn't remember that. But <laughs> Wow. Nice. I was like out of left field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like to surprise you, you jerks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, jeez. Wow. I did not see that coming. Um, I like Naruto. It's a fun show. Uh, but I I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm struggling to get through it right now. It's, it ain't for everybody, man. It's just one of my personals that I really liked, and it was, like, number one for me. No, I and like it's, it, but it's, like, it's, it's, it's just tough to get through the filler right now, and I want to get through all the filler so I can get it to ship it in. The uh, biggest, the biggest we, thing it was just based on the folklore that I, you know, mentioned earlier. So that's the reason why I really, really love it. I, lo- I love how we're like kind of in the middle of doing this and we're getting news as we're talking. <laughs> Is there more? Because he just tweeted to um, to Daniel because Daniel found out that it's the um, the digital rights they own, but they don't own the broadcasting right. Oh, wow. all right. And he said, he said, my pleasure. By the way. Because I said to him, thank you for doing that. All right. Thanks, Jason. You rock, man. Thanks, Jason. Thanks oh, and he said answering my question. And he too. favored my tweet. You no, are he... awesome. Thank you. No, he favored my tweet, you jackass. No, he favored my tweet. Seriously. Okay. So is mine, too. So, awesome. so there. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I'm blessed you now. So, Jose, you need to say thank you as well. I, I will say thank you after the podcast. I'm doing too many things at once right now. <laughs> All right, Daniel, let's get to your number one. Should I give you a drum roll? I uh, shouldn't be really a surprise. Um, it was actually Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I'm making you both my students from this day forward. Here goes! Oh, my, here goes! 
Okay. All what? <laughs> I am actually really shocked by all these number ones. You all are shocking the hell out of me right now. Well, no, my number one shouldn't shock you, but we're not. No, my number. Get... I bet you it is. <laughs> I bet you it will. Okay, but anyways, um, so Daniel, do you want to talk about it, or do you think we've talked about it enough? Uh, we talked about it way more than enough. It's just, okay. it's a great show. It's action packed all the time. It's always what I came home for, and that's what I remember most when I come home too. I'm, I'm, I'm not just basing it off of nostalgia. I'm basing it off of what I remembered as a kid. And apparently your that's dog nostalgia. Agreed. That's the definition of nostalgia. Yeah, but I'm not just basing it off of that. Okay. I'm just basing what I came home to watch. Right. And beat your meat, too. <laughs> Goku is sexy. That's yeah. a sexy character design. That's hilarious. All right. So my number one. Um, let me just talk about this briefly. Is everybody still there? Still here. No. Okay. Waiting on bated breath because I'm really going to be shocked. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be shocked about this. Um, my number one is I, I, I'm going to have to go with Daniel on this one was kind of when I was five or six years old, this show was on and that was in the late eighties. Uh, yes, I am that old. Um, <laughs> uh, and when it came on to tsunami, this show, first of all, it was one of the shows that established tsunami. Second of all, it, is probably the best show that was on Toonami because it did last for three years. And it was on the block for three years in one shape, fashion, or form. And number three, it was so good that Cartoon Network redid it. And it is currently on the lineup right now. And that show is Thundercats. The original or the new one? The original. Okay, I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't shocked because no, I wasn't shocked about this one because I think me and Paul talked about this one a lot, man. Seriously. This one, the original Thundercats, was one of those shows that, out of every show that I've ever watched, as cartoon, no matter what, this was the show that I always wanted to see. I when it was on the block, I was always watching this show. Um, it actually got me into Dragon Ball Z, and then Dragon Ball Z got me into everything else. Um, Thundercats, the old, the original Thundercats, and if those of you that have not seen the original Thundercats, you're doing yourself an injustice because you should watch that one before you watch the new version because the parallel between the two, like I said, when you get to the episode about the Book of Omens, it, it shows you what exactly is going to happen and what's going to come in the new version. In the old version, the old version is completely different, and that's why I cannot clump both Thundercats together because they are two separate versions. Okay. This Thundercats, the original Thundercats was so good that, you know, I remember all the characters. I remember Lionel. I remember, you know, Chitara. I remember 
you know, snarf. I mean, the one the one thing that was always so annoying that Darrell brings up all the time was you would always hear him go snarf, snarf. And then I think he actually talked, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, did. he actually talked. He actually person. did talk. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, the parallel between that, I mean, you actually have snarf talking, and in this one, he doesn't even talk. You know, um, what else? I, you have Panthro. I'll be honest with you. When I first saw this, when I first saw the new Thundercats, I was pissed. I was like, "He's dead!" I'm like, "What the f are you talking about?" Oh hell yeah, they got me too, man. It's Panthro. This is not Thundercats until Panthro comes out, and you know, you know how Jason talks about it all the time, where he's like, you know, you know, you shouldn't think about it in that way. But I was like that. I was like, f "No, <laughs> Panthro in this goddamn show," and then. I can say this because they showed it during the promo. He shows up, which I was so relieved about. Thank God. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Panthro was one of the main characters that made the series, and he still did. He does right now. So. Yep. Um, because the first one was um, voiced by Earl Hyman, and most people don't know who that is. He was the grandpa from um, the Cosby Show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And fun fact, by the way. Fun yeah, fact. Fun, the original. Fun fact. Fun fact about the original Thundercats, the guy that did the voice of Lionel does the voice of Lionel's father in, in the new version, I believe. If I'm Yeah, um uh, yeah, yeah, Larry Kenny does the voice of um, Claudius. I just wanted to make sure I was correct about that because I, I, I thought that's who it was, but I just wanted to make sure. And he also does the voice on uh, adults on um, not adult swim, um, Robot Chicken. Well, every time it's on too, I think he does the voice of Lionel too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not every time. Most of the time it's Seth MacFarlane. Most of the time, it's somebody else, but he does do... Seth MacFarlane. Is it? Yep. Damn, he does a good Lionel. Hell yeah. Maybe we need him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, for me, this was the best show on Toonami. Hands down, no question in my mind, this was the best show. And I, I believe, even though they did, you know, they just did this reboot. I believe that Cartoon Network actually did new episodes of Thundercats. I could be wrong about that. Somebody might yell at me for that, but I do remember like newer and as Jose says, shinier episodes of the, the original Thundercats. And I, and again, I, I just thought, you know, this this made this established Toonami. This made Toonami, and it was on the block for three years. That's pretty long for one of these shows. You don't see that with some of the shows. Especially now, you're not going to see it with some of these shows. It's not going to continue and repeat like Thundercats did and DBZ. And um, I don't even think Gundam Wing lasted that long, actually. Nope. But um, I think you guys get the point. Thundercats is my number one, and that's right. <laughs> uh, sorry. Jason just tweeted out um, <laughs> something. What did he tweet? tweet out? Uh, someone said, um, w but uh, I was a little pissed when the Midnight One news was uh, leaked, and he replied, we try, we try, but some people are tr dying to spoil our news. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Let, let it be a secret, guys. <laughs> We're not going to say anything. We're not going to say anything. We don't know anything. What are you talking about? I'm going to retweet that, too, just for the hilarious. Hell yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, uh, so we we said yeah. our piece about Thundercats. We've said yes. it. You want to say anything, Jose? I mean, um, still not I'm, into it. <laughs> I'm into the yeah, new yeah. one. It's it's fun. Uh, the old one, 
I never got into it. I I couldn't. I just couldn't take the character design and the concept seriously. But maybe with this new one, um, I could maybe go back and and understand the uh, the old one better. I, I think that you that if you're gonna watch the new one and you're gonna understand the new one because a lot of fans from seeing the old one are gonna say about it and you're probably gonna go what the hell are you talking about it's nice to know what happened to the original so that you can see what's different in this new one because like i said and Darello backed me up on this they oh, are yeah. two completely different series they really I mean, are there's one thing that's coming up that you're gonna sit there and go um why why is there more of these and why wait a minute that wasn't in the original series what's going on here you know and I'm not going to go into detail about that, but you'll understand, like, it's better to watch the original and see it than to, you know, so. Um, I, I probably won't watch the original, to be quite honest. Uh, at least not right yes. now. I'll probably just get through the new series and then maybe go back. But, um, you know, I wouldn't, I don't like comparing adaptations. I think that's unfair in a lot of cases because whatever came first is usually well, deemed superior, even though that sometimes isn't true. Well, like I said, I mean, the way that Cartoon Network did this one, it makes it out to be a completely different Thundercats. I mean, yes, obviously there are some some things there. All the same characters are in it. You know, the sword is Remember, pretty much the same. Uh, can, I, can I interrupt just a yeah, little? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Remember, people, a reboot needs – in order for a reboot to happen, in order for a new attention, there needs to be a different kind of spark. Right. And this, is, this is why Reboot has been sitting for X amount of years, sitting. People that's why I say to all. people, that's why I say to people, if you want more episodes of Symbionic Titan and the new Thundercats, you need to watch it. Because, I mean, look at the ratings. Symbionic Titan was, I think, 665. Off the roofs. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Thundercats Literally. overtook that one and was exactly. actually higher. So. No, go ahead, Drew. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just about to say, you know, like every Saturday when we tweeted out, man, Symbiotic Titan and Thundercats are like pretty much side by side. Yeah. And they stay trending they, for almost they, a whole day. Pretty much. You know, that's just like one of the biggest things because like, you know, me and Paul run time on this every Saturday on it. Uh, guess I know about that. Um. Okay. Oh, so. my bad. And... I, all I want to say, all I want to say is, you know, I, I, you know, if you guys don't agree with me, that's fine. But ultimately, I, when I look at the whole list of shows that have been on Toonami, and I probably have missed some because there, there is a lot. I mean, there's, there might not be fifty, but there is a lot of shows. Out of all of them, this one to me, not only does it, does it resonate with me? Not only is it epic, not only did it establish Toonami in its beginning, but I just think it was completely and utterly the best show out there and maybe that was because i saw it when i was a kid but you know what that's why it's my number one so man you know what wasn't mentioned what at all he man <laughs> which one the original or the the remake the remake because i don't think the original was aired on tanami no the original Hell, was no. wasn't wasn't the original aired on cartoon network though no uh-uh no, Never. okay. Anyways, uh, I guess it's time for my number one. <laughs> I so depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad because I mean, I we mentioned Thundercats almost like throughout the whole thing, and like n nobody mentions He Man at all. No, I, you know, I was actually thinking He Man in the back of my mind, but I mean, He Man, 
Well, yeah, the, the reboot was on Toonami. Yes, it was. I mean, the reboot, actually, that that would probably be actually be in my top 20 now that I think about it, because that that wasn't actually a good series, and I did think it did a lot of justice to the original. So, I was very... Not to go off on a tangent, so <laughs> yeah. very uh, but, well put together. Yeah. Um, um, so. so what do you guys think my number one is? Ghost in the Shell and IGPX are already on the list. Cowboy Bebop? Yep, I can't believe nobody f***ing mentioned Cowboy Bebop on their lists. Hey, what can I tell you? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Truthfully, I don't think about those guys much since all that stuff went down. I got this one nailed. Take your best shot, kid. I'm sure she's out somewhere screwing up and getting in trouble. Men are such total idiots. I'm really not up for this. Say, cowboy, easy come, easy go. I'm to you. My power is the only power. Take it out, do it quick! I'm just watching a bad dream I never woke up from. Your partner's in deep trouble. Let's just say my past is catching up to me. People who go against the secret lose. Well, a small fry. Four hearts, four notes. Following a dusty trail of money, sin, and desperation. Living day to day, dreaming hour by hour. Four beats, four parts of a movement. Mars to Venus, Callisto to Ganymede. Bounty to bounty and outlaw to outlaw. One ship, one crew, one destiny. Cowboy Bebop. Holy Dude, shit, I am not... ashamed of all of you. We're ashamed of you all the time. <laughs> oh my god, how is this 26 episode masterpiece not on your list? Dude, because it got played so much, man, till I just can't take it. Oh my god, I can't believe it's in my top 20. Does that I can't help? believe Bebop was not mentioned. I, I'm genuinely in shock that nobody mentioned Bebop on their list. Um, Bebop is a landmark series. It is amazing in every single possible way. The character, the stories, uh, it, it is the gateway drug for anime. If you have not seen anime, go watch Cowboy Bebop. It sums up the whole thing for you. 
there is not an episode of the series that is bad or slow. Uh, there is not even the movie. Uh, you know, even though it just feels like one big long episode, which is really great because all the episodes of Bebop feel like mini movies anyway. You know, the show is just perfect in every way. The music is outstanding. Goku Kano can compose a score like nobody else, and Tank is downright iconic. I mean, the dream, Cowboy Bebop to me represents a very large dream, you know, of Jason DeMarco and Sean, Sean Aiken's. The big reason we even have Tom being voiced by Steve Bloom now is because they were fans of Cowboy Bebop. They were fans of Spike. They wanted that guy to be Tom now. And, you know, even though the show did not air on Toonami until 2012, the reason we have Adult Swim action is because of Cowboy Bebop's success. Remember, Cowboy Bebop is the only show to ever air on, uh, on Adult Swim and not be relegated to like some kind of action block. It aired with everything else, because that was just it at the time. Um, mm. And it created the Adult Swim action block. It created everything. Uh, it's the it's one of the big reasons Toonami's back. I know for years they tried to get Cowboy Bebop on Toonami, and because you know of the edits that would have to happen, they were like, screw it, we'll do it on Adult Swim. And, you know, uh, all the characters are well-rounded. Even the Dog is a well-developed character. Okay, I really cannot say enough good things about Bebop. Uh, the animation never suffers. Never. Even though it's an old-looking show, uh, the animation is sharp, fluid. Uh, the, they were one of the first shows to experiment with digital animation. Uh, you know, But they still kept their 16-millimeter uh, cell roots. It just... I, I can't say enough good things about Bebop, man. There's just... It, and, and oh my god, it has one of the best. It has okay, not one of the the. It has the best English dub ever. <laughs> Steve Bloom, Bo Billingsay, uh, Wendy Lee, uh, and Melissa Fawn. Those are that's Bebop to me. Those guys voicing those characters, that's Bebop. I mean, the brilliant direction by uh, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn who is Matoko on Ghost in the Shell, she directed the series and she plays Julia. Her brilliant direction is astounding. She understands the character. She understands the story. She understands the swing of Bebop. I just, I can't, I can't say enough good things about Bebop. It's, it's a landmark show. And for it to not be on your list is kind of like, what? <laughs> um, it just didn't I, take I, to me at the time. I, I'm going to say this. I will say this. Cowboy Bebop is a good show. Would it be in my top twenty? Yes, but does it? Does, if we're looking at the whole picture, Jose, I am looking at the whole picture. Trust if we're me. looking at the whole picture, Cowboy Bebop to me does not deserve to be in the top ten. However, let me just say this: again, you're looking at this from a different perspective. Okay, you have that more of an editor mentality, and you look at the whole picture rather than looking at what we look at, which is the action portion and you know, the storyline, you look at it deeper than that. And that's why your list reflects that. I mean, I'm not surprised that Ghost in the Shell is one of your top three. Why? Because at the time, that was one of the best animation out there. I mean, when was that created again, Jose? Ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, that's very innovative for ten years ago. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. The way your list shows up, and the way that it that it comes out 
yeah, I, I agree with your list from an editor's perspective. But if you're looking at it from a different, if you're looking at it from outside of that, our lists are a little bit different. You know what no, I mean? No, I noticed. I'm like, what? How the hell is Bebop not on your list? I'm just like, mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> well, Ghost if, it, if it was something that was on Tsunami in the first place, I probably would have had it on my list. But I didn't really enjoy it as an Adult Swim action either. So, I mean, I started really getting into it now. My so mind is that's... honestly, like, blown. Like, what? Nobody put oh. it on their list. I'm sorry, man, but they played it so much, so that's what and, ruled and, it out. And that, too. They played that's it so the only many reason. times that it just Seriously, they played it so much. Yeah. The thing is, for me, Bebop is one of those series you can run, rerun over and over again. I'll just like, you know what? I'll veg out and watch an episode of Bebop. To me, it's like The Simpsons, where we can watch the same reruns over and over and over again. But I can still veg out and watch it. But if I really want to analyze it, I can do that too. To me, it is the perfect show. Uh, it's it's deep and philosophical, but it's also simple enough that you can watch and just veg out and have a good time. Uh, and everything I, about the show, it, it bleeds quality. I mean, my phone has the Cowboy Bebop soundtracks, all of them. <laughs> and it's had them for years now. Like it has That soundtrack has not left my iPod to my iPhone. It has never left. And I have no shame playing it in the car. Uh, I just love the show so freaking much. Oh, such a good show. I can't lie. I, mean, if, I do if, enjoy if, when if Spike was, kick people ass, though. <laughs> if I was to do like a 20, it would definitely be in my 20. Um, but, I mean, I just started really getting into it as my late 20s, really. I mean... I don't know. It, it, coming on Tanami now, it's just like uh, it's a little too late. I would agree with that. For, for me, I mean, granted, it's a great show, but it's just I don't know. It's a little too late for it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, looking at the show. Not when they aired. I'm just looking at the shows as they are, and I'm just yeah. like, all right. I don't. Know. I mean, it's I went just... through like 50 shows, and I still <laughs> Bebop is still my favorite show. Still, yeah. Bebop is cool. Yep. Bebop is just leading cool. And, uh, yeah. Bleeding cool. Bleeding <laughs> cool. I just overdosed on it, okay? I got overdosed. <laughs> Yo, dude. Yeah, we got a little. All right. Yeah. So All right. I, and, I, uh, is that it? I yeah, know. I think we, that's it. That's um, it, man. We made what it. I think what I think we're going to do is, um, obviously, part one is going to be our is going to be 10 through 5. Well, you don't, and, don't uh, say that now, dude. This is the end of the podcast. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, then I'll say this then. I think what we'll do is we'll post our top tens at the end of um, both podcasts so that everybody can see them and uh, compare and actually comment and let us know what they think. Um, we'll I don't post know if them you when want... we get back. Don't be too hateful on all ours. Yeah, please, please don't be too hateful. But I mean, be hateful on mine. I don't care. Bring it on, bitches. I'll debate you. <laughs> yes, Mr. Editor. You heard it here first, people. Attack Jose's phone. (laughs) No, not my phone. Oh, thank God this won't be coming out until after. Actually, no, I'll still be in Japan. (laughs) We'll be like, thank God, thank God. (laughs) I just don't know if you say some things um, to me and I do respond back and you don't like it, guess what? I'm going to laugh at you and I'm going to even turn it up even worse after that. We're all going to laugh at you. (laughs) (laughs) You will not laugh at me. Please. Stop. Please me. be conscious of where I am when you're tweeting me. So I just I'm not going to tweet you at all now. Ooh, no. Aww. you hurt my feelings. I didn't mean to. 
It's okay. Just, I ain't got none. Just expect me to not <laughs> reply very quickly. I, I, you know what we should do for the awesomeness of Megalos XLR not coming back on the air anytime soon? We should totally play the theme song. Um, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way to shut that down real quick. The oh, answer no. is no. no. <laughs> um, um, so, you know right, you want to. It's time to right, plug. Yeah, and by the way, so so those should show those will show up um, on the site, and um, like I said, just go ahead and comment it up when I come back. Yes, when you come back, obviously. So, all right, let's plug. Darrell, you're first. Okay, you can follow me on ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter dot com. Daniel, they can follow me at zero gamer on Twitter. Jose. Hey, you can follow me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O, and you can email me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O. That's J-E-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at ToonamiFaithful.com. Um, yeah, uh, feel free to send me your top three. I'm not going to read them on the air anymore. You're too late, bitches. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this is this has been a very fun podcast. I'm really excited that we got to do this. Um, yep. I, I, I learned something about everybody. and um, <laughs> Yeah. And I hope you all learned something about us. Yes. Yes. And our taste in anime Anime. slash shows. Yep. Believe it or not, I'm not an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You're not? Holy I'm a librarian, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's worse. Oh, that makes you all special. Anyway. You know what, Paul? Paul, I'm going to say that is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, man. Uh, so thank you all. This is uh, this has been a great podcast. Uh, so thank you all to the viewers. I uh, I look forward to coming back in two weeks. Uh, I'm gonna miss you all for real. Uh, be good. And I will say this: November 12th is our season premiere. Um, we got some good things planned, folks, and especially this interview we have coming up. I'm not gonna spoil it yet because I want you guys to actually tune in for it. And I, I'm gonna tell you something right now. It's gonna be very educational. And we may have some things. That's all I'm going to say. Some thang things. Some thang things. Yep. Thang things. But so, anyways. Uh, could, domo so. arigato. I will see you all in Japan. Okay. And to plug myself before Jose tries to shut us off already. F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at... And Tsunami. I stopped recording. Later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that would be terrible. I'm sorry. F- I couldn't resist. Anyways, um, you can follow me at Tsunami News, uh, as well as at Paul Basrillo, which I am using more frequently now. And thank you for following me, for those of you that have joined. I'm almost nice. uh, getting closer to Jose. <laughs> so, what is this, a race that I don't know about? Yeah, it is. You know, the sad part is Zero's winning. Yeah. Is he? Yes. I am. How many followers do you have? <laughs> Hold on. All right. Lots. I really want to know how many followers you have. I have 370 followers. I have 312. Well, look here. Put it like this. Everybody's doing better than me. I only have 149. (laughs) But I I help you with that. Yes, you do. Actually, no. No, I'm not winning. I ordered the wrong one. 289. Oh, I'm winning. Yes. But it's not a race. It's It's really not a race. That really it's a marathon. And also, you can find <laughs> that's what it is. You can also find me on the website as uh, the username tfadmin, 
And if you guys have any questions, and, and again, if you have fan videos or pictures or stuff that you want us to put up on the website, please send them to us. You can send them to Jose's email, which is? At J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at ToonamiFaithful.com. Or you can send them to me at, um, it's Toonami News at ToonamiFaithful.com. Either one, we'll get it. You can also, I don't think you can do it through the contact us, so don't do it through that. But, um, yeah, please send us your videos. and um, If you want to email everybody, just go into your email browser and type contact us at TanamiFaithful.com and we'll all right. receive it. Yeah. And and also, guys, I mean, that we want to see this stuff because that's what this site is all about. Okay? It's built by and for the fans of Tsunami. The faithful ones. That's right. And not the ones that sit there and go, I want DBZ. <laughs> oh, yeah. For the ones that want DBZ back, guess what? you yes. too bad you have to watch cowboy bebop <laughs> all right and for our special 10 top 10 episode of the tsunami faithful podcast peace we're out and we'll see you at the season premiere november 12th bye 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 see you all in japan yeah. sayonara. oh sayonara thank you sayonara <laughs>